This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! So you probably only have maybe a day, well, you probably have till Friday the 22nd, or who knows, it might pick up during Christmas. I just got done watching Silent Night at the Phoenix Theaters in Savoy, where, geez, they always figure a way to mess up a good night, uh, this time being that, uh, yeah, we don't have popcorn ready before each set of shows. So, yeah, that's a little frustrating, but hey, that just means it was a $5 night, so I'll give them credit for cheap Tuesdays. So, the movie itself is a great experiment, I guess. It's a virtually dialogue-less action movie. It's a story about uh, Joel Kinnanen's um, seeking vengeance after he is shot in his vocal box. I get voice box, yes, sorry. Um, after trying to chase down some gangs who, you know, stray bullet hit, hit his kid. So it's a John Woo movie. It's a John Woo movie with emphasize. So it's got potential. Um, but it's a, it's a tough watch in a sense that not because of the dialogue, it's just that the first, uh, 50 minutes is basically a montage of him trying to become John Wick, you know, costing him his wife and all that. Um, I don't know what to say about the wife, um, and everything. Um, I mean, yes, the first three months where he's drinking himself away, that's when you walk away from him. Not, you know, not after that. I've, I don't know. Um, but I've been in long relationships that probably needed to end sooner. So, eh, what can you say? Um, but yeah, he goes up against, um, kind of a gang of, you know, mixed ethnicity, I suppose. It's probably so John Woo could get his uh, own stuntman into the movie. I'm sorry, it's a, it's an old trope. Whenever there's a Hong Kong action movie and you need somebody smuggling drugs, they usually pick on the Mexicans because if you put a bunch of sunglasses on them, they will look no different than uh, the Chinese. You know, well, you know, I could get into a weird conversation about why do we call one yellow, one brown, and you know, bloody hell, we're all one. Uh, you know, I I think it was NWA. I'm sorry, not NWA, NWH from a Fear of Black Hat who said, you know, we all we all shit brown. So, um, uh, so yeah, it's a uh, but so it's a forty so fifty minutes is just the story like you get a great action sequence at the beginning uh and again this is before the voice is gone but they insist on making this movie as silent as possible except for you know all the gunshots and a few explosions and but once you get to that uh last uh half hour half hour 35 minutes 
the action is solid throughout and there seems to be very real stakes and unlike John Wick this guy isn't exactly um you know up for this he's not somebody who is meant to kill everybody uh there's some great driving it's not as well directed as a John Wick movie is I think uh that's fair to say probably because he just you know it's a John Woo movie in the states we're not going to give him resources after his um fall in the late uh, I mean the early uh, 2000s uh, you know, they try, you know, the, you weren't going to give him a star. You're not going to give him a paycheck. Uh, but he's, uh, it's, it's one of those, I think it's almost like maybe he didn't even direct the first portion of the first, uh, two acts or he wasn't needed to direct it. Uh, I mean, the last, the final action sequence is pretty solid. It's like, this is John Woo, but it's kind of like, it feels kind of restraint. Like whenever I try introducing people to action, it's usually with the uh, hospital uh, fight in uh, hard boiled and you know, that that's real stuff. And I guess it kind of hurts that we don't get any kind of relationships for our character. Cause he's, you know, he can't speak and no one else is going to speak to him. Um, there's gotta be like, so you don't get a mentor, um, angle. He is really all alone in this movie and you're with him. So it feel, you feel for our hero, uh, like, like you're on his journey and you feel as uncomfortable as he does with it, I guess. So that's very effective in a sense. As for the, um, you know, talking about the hard boiled, uh, finale in the, uh, hospital, um, the the biggest problem with the action is that you don't uh get the back the um the environments they're very dark uh dimly lit and yeah i get it. it's not aliens versus predator bad uh it's not really i guess you'd say it's really not that bad it's just this isn't getting the same kind of money lionsgate's going to throw behind summit entertainment to make a john wick movie it's um but when you look at the hospital fight, you have the white backgrounds of everything, so the action sits well upon it. You look at, uh, go back to Hardball again, you go with the uh, tea house um, fight to open it. You know, it's well lit, you get to see everything. And yes, story dictates it's got to be dark, it's got to be night. But, you know, could we have gone and created an environment like when you have our villains seemingly listen to industrial rock, which so helped me get along with this battle. Um, you know, you need the kind of lights and stuff. It kind of made me think of, um, Punisher war zone in a sense that, okay. Yeah. How the director there basically went and like, well, I'm going to give you ridiculous looking, gnarly looking kills, to make up for the fact I don't have a, you know, I can't have the environment that's appropriate for wide action shots. But there's um, probably a, and it just kind of sucks that this came out in the same year as a John Wick movie. Because I say, well, you got a great stairwell fight, like, oh, a condensed version of the Raid Redemption, but you want a great stairwell fight, you just watch John Wick 4. So, um... I think this has potential uh, 
to possibly become a holiday cult classic. Um, it really makes you think, want to go back to, you know, what could we have done in the silent era, really? Um, I mean, camera tricks might be difficult, but you could have probably had condensed uh, hallway fights back in the uh, 20s, I think. So I like the experiment. I, I appreciate that they stuck to their guns on it. Um, it's not John Woo's finest. But, you know, maybe four ninety nine is a good price for it. I paid five bucks to see it in the theater. So uh, they're not going to double my uh, expenses on this one like they did with John Wick Chapter 4. So, yeah, it's just... It really comes down to the fact that to do a silent movie like this, and it's a drama, and I think, you know, maybe I got to go and watch a bunch of silent movies. Like, first one that really comes to sticks in my head is Battleship Potemkin, but that's a story about a cause. Um, you don't really need characters there. Here, you kind of do, and uh, an action movie kind of needs some people around that you like. Like, we don't get a chance to have a great villain and just a guy with a bunch of face tattoos that really don't make any sense. Like, I mean, geez, it's just like, oh, it looks like he has tattoos. Like, it, it's almost like he did cover-ups on, and not great cover-ups, just like, oh, thorns over whatever he had. Um, So... Uh, and it does get a little... But you do get some John Woo touches. I don't think we got any doves. We got a parakeet. Uh, random in Texas. Um, sitting on a ledge. and uh, But we do get his attempt to really make us feel for the at the end with uh, him, his journey to avenge his son. And you almost, like... You almost think that we're going to have the... Oh, I'm... I've become a monster sequence, but we don't. What we really needed was a throat whipping, though. That would have saved this movie. So, I, you know, if you got time, you got a party, throw on Silent Night. I guess there it is. Christmas movie. Hello there. So, just to have a similar environment, I decided to, as I wait for my wings to finish up, <laughs> I just decided, well, I'm in the car, might as well just turn the engine off and get the closure out for this one so had a good fun weekend uh tattooed got some fun at a, at some old stopping grounds in peoria uh cars all fixed up there goes my christmas gifts of course um but i'm just glad um glad that i got to at least do a lot uh in central illinois for my post uh, black friday vacation so with that said, uh, if you want to be on the uh, podcast, send an email to russthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. And offer me a movie, a director, an actor, a theme. Just try to focus on sub-100-minute uh, movies. Uh, as if you go on IMDb, Silent Night, it's an hour 44. The movie ends in an hour 38. So that's what I'm talking about. But I can make anything work. Uh, ask past guests like uh, John Romeo and uh, Andrew TD. That's called a marathon. So if you want Amadeus, 
I will figure out a way. You're just going to have to watch a few more movies. So on top of that three-hour epic. Otherwise, thanks, Stacia Harden, for keeping an eye on me. Uh, it's always great to you know, um, think of you. And I'm glad that you've touched so many people in your life. And I'm hoping you're squeezing the ever undead ectoplasm out of little Skimble Shanks, the one-eared angel. Uh, you know, it's not not a bat, but my uh, new behind-the-ear tattoo, I think, is a uh, you'd be proud of. So, thanks, Stacia. Thanks everybody who comes to listen to Ninety for Chill the podcast with Cat Bus Russ. Uh, let's make 2024 a bigger year, and. If you got friends who are listening on the Podbean feed, tell them to knock that shit off. Can I hear a wahoo?